0: Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the science of perfection, the pickle juice cure, and more with Kickboxer retaliation star Alamouci. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live. Club. back, another edition of an action-packed Fit Club with our, our great star, Alan Moussi. Glad to have you, man.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> Glad to be here.
0: Excited for a good episode. Absolutely. Uh, as always, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram,
1: and Snapchat at Shaka Strong.
2: Hey, guys, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad.
1: Hey, you can find me at Alain Moussi uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Alain Moussi Official on Facebook.
0: Hey, man. Well we are so excited to have you. Uh, you got this new movie coming out, Kickboxer Retaliation, um, a reboot of the, the original Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme,
1: uh, a childhood, uh, someone you looked up to in your childhood, huh? Absolutely, man. It's awesome. It's just uh, it's a dream come true for me. Yeah, this must be an amazing time and moment for you, huh? Yeah. Well, listen, we're, the release is coming. We just had a red carpet event uh, a few, actually last week in nice. LA, and it was a huge success. Just incredible energy, and the audience reactions were incredible. So... That's all I can like hope for.
0: Yeah, we've got to talk about that more, but before we get there, we've got a couple of stories uh, for our viewers here. Um, the first one I thought was so interesting, we talked about the pursuit of perfection. Um, and It looks like Tom Curran, he's a social psychologist, has been studying this, and it looks like, over time, about 33% of, uh, there's been a 33% rise in our pursuit of perfection, or the way we view that. And there's a real danger in whether or not that can help, because it can motivate you, or it can, be, it can actually lead to some um, increased um, instances of depression and anxiety. Um, how have you dealt with that pursuit? Because, obviously, a little kid wants to be like John claude Van Damme, and you've made it.
1: You had some of that, that in you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I, I think... Um I think it's important to have the pursuit of perfection. Obviously, you want to improve all the time, but you have to look at it as wanting to improve and bettering yourself from one step to the next. And I think that would be the main thing. And eventually, be as much of an expert in whatever you're doing as you can. Um, For me, it was martial arts taught me that a lot. I mean, because you start as a white belt, your goal is to get a a black belt. If I was hoping within the first three months to be at the level of that black belt, I would be depressed. It would not work. So the (laughs) idea, I think, is short-term goals. A lot of people, they they have these long-term goals and if they're not attained within a very very short period of time, that's when they get they get depressed. I think to break things, long term goals and short term goals. You have many successes, yeah. and you can celebrate those sexes, successes. Whoa! <laughs> <I was> looking, <laughs> okay. Anyway, you want to celebrate that is your choice. I mean, whatever works for you. But it, you know, and the idea is to feel good about every single step you're going through. Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the the thing with that is you have um, people, even the small steps, they want to do that those steps to perfection. Yeah, and that's and that's it's not it's not attainable. Like at the, at the end of the day, you have to realize that you are your own div- individual, and everybody, no matter who you are. Are, makes mistakes. absolutely. And even though you might see this person on television, whatever, and you might not see the stuff that they do, or even if you take social media, because I think they talked about social media yeah. in the article, you te- take social media and you're seeing this person do everything to perfection on social media for 60 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You're forgetting that they edit stuff. They might have done it a 100 times before they posted yeah. it. So all these things that you don't get to see. So it's just kind of like, it does, it does cause um, those type of stuff. And I think with people who... I experienced this a lot being a first generation, uh, my parents were both immigrants. So you experience that because they they expect a lot from you. And I think today's society, now everything has gotten so competitive. So now like, you you would think that a universal a university education is going to help but it really doesn't matter in some instances so now everybody's competitive and the parents are looking at like okay there are people who have kids who go to college and now they're moving back home yeah. mm-hmm. so how can I make my child push my child to, to the point where they're not moving back home they can do all these other stuff and parents are pushing their children to that extent so it's a big it's a big thing
1: now yeah. I think one, one of the things that causes that is the also um, you see it all the time now in, in soccer teams and hockey teams or whatever sports teams everybody gets a medal and I know it's yeah. oh a huge God. controversy and I'm yeah. like dude you need a win. You need a loser. Yes, but yeah. people are trying to avoid losing. And yeah. I'm like, that's how you learn, man. That, yeah. Exactly. You, you, your failures make you grow. Yeah, and yeah. that's the way it is. I, Conor McGregor said this actually many times. But he's like, either I win or I grow, yeah. or I yeah. win or I learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge believer in that. I have tons of failures. Actually, yeah. it's funny you say about social media. I tend to post when I screw things up. I'll be practicing. Yeah. I'll shoot a few videos, and I, you know, I'll get some cool stuff, some cool kicks, and whatever. Right. But then I'll do. I remember this one flip. I was working on this big dummy, and I do this backward flip. And my foot caught on the dummy, so I ended up flipping and falling flat on my back. <laughs> That's the one I posted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? You know. And I think people resonate with that because that
0: happens to everyone. Yeah. Everyone yeah. probably attempting that that many times is going to have a mess up. I of think right. we relate to it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, get rid of that. Po- those participation things. Yeah. I
1: think yeah. Uh, no. You, g- you got to learn how to fail because what happens? People feel like winners. They don't. You know, in Canada, anyways, people don't get held back in school anymore. So you can't do that. I know a lot of my friends are teachers. They don't get really.
0: held back? They're not allowed to be held back in No, 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 you what? have to pass the
1: kid.
2: Pass we'll what? make it up
1: yeah. next time. We'll wow. make it up next time. But then all these people, these where these kids grow up, and now they get to college where their teachers don't care anymore, mm-hmm. and there's no rules anymore. So... Then they fail, but they haven't learned how to fail, how to mm-hmm. cope with it, yeah, yeah how failure. to cope with it. So then they get depressed, yeah, and that's how it happens. But it has to start young. You have to yeah. learn how to fail and move on, you yeah. know, and grow.
2: And then sometimes you realize that that might not be for you. So in the in the quest of perfection, say if you want to be, you know, the best. Doctor, or whatever it is, you know, you have to take all those little steps to get there. But if you realize that from an early age, like, you know, science or whatever is not necessarily your thing, you can get the grade, Mm -hmm. but it's not your thing. It doesn't come as natural for you. Then, you know, instead of the teacher failing you up, you realize, okay, this might not be the thing. Let's, you know, try something else. Of course. And
0: that's what the article, I think, um, emphasized would be a solution of some sorts is not that you ditch perfection, but you have, you do it more conscientiously and more Mm -hmm. diligently. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you're pursuing this one item of perfection, but conscientiously, you know, it will take three years, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want the black belt, but conscientiously, it's going to take this long. So I'll be perfect, perfect in achieving
1: it slowly on the way there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think yeah. that you got to appreciate the journey. Yeah. You know, I'm always big on that. You know, you got to have fun on the journey. It's not just about the destination. The yeah. journey is what's the most That's fun, the perfection you know? the journey, right? The journey. Uh, I love that. And I think we had another... Oh, this was the
0: next story, um, talking about a long journey. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, Goop, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's got this um, newsletter called Goop. Uh, and I guess... Is it sort of like a fitness newsletter for, like, very wealthy individuals or people that...
2: It, it's <laughs> it's one of those things... <laughs> educate you me, educate <laughs> me, please, because yeah. I know nothing but about this. But if is one of those people that people love to hate, I kind of <laughs> feel sorry for her because she's really, like, into... She's very, like, a health guru. She's really into health and bettering people. But it's almost like when uh, Michelle Obama had her campaign and people were like, well, Michelle, you can't tell us what to eat. Yeah. And she's just giving you options. And the thing with Genneth Cultural in that particular article there, I think one of the main things was like the coffee and something like that. And the thing is, (laughs) yeah, the thing is that it it feels like in society that we didn't have all these options 200 or 100 years ago. You just like ate R- real fruit, yeah. yeah, you know that didn't have steroids and all this other stuff in it, and then you know i in the West Indies, we had this plant where you take it and you know you you drink it and it makes you kind of you know yeah. do your do your thing, but it was like a plant, yeah, but now it's like all these options of you know okay well, you know you're you're working out, you're doing this, okay, try this two hundred dollar fifty you know it's, yeah
0: and it hasn't all still, it hasn't necessarily been vetted, so yeah. like so people are saying these coffee enemas may not actually help, but it, I guess it's part of the gerson therapy um have you heard of the Gerson therapy nope. So not basically you drink raw juices, um, raw diet, coffee enemas, and it's supposed to cure cancer, arthritis, mm-hmm. heart disease, but there's been no um, tons of, there have not been okay, tons of credible so, evidence. So if
1: there's no data, there's yeah. no hard data. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering, like, okay, so when, where, how can you make those statements? That's yeah, so fair. I was going to say, yeah. h- how do you deal when you, or, or how do
0: you take in the information when you hear about something like this coffee enema and money is being pitched we're by someone who's uh, reputable mm. and
2: you know, we're in LA, but you LA, want to every, so everything
1: works, right? That's yeah. all good. you, yeah, you jump on something, jump on a train, yeah. and then see what happens. Well.
0: And if something's cutting edge, though, you want to be at the forefront. So, how yeah. do you distinguish between what you, what you? Okay,
1: do? so for me, and this is, let, yeah. let's say, for me, this works. Yeah. Okay, just for me, you can try it if you want, but for me, this works. <laughs> I tend to consult people who have done it. I tend to consult people. So, for example, in my nutrition now, I mean, I consulted a sports nutritionist who works with Olympians and pro athletes. He now did my diet script and everything I need to do based on the the amount of training I'm doing. To me, that was an expert. To me, that was something who's dealt with athletes before and knows what they need, whether it's to gain muscle, trim down, to whatever. And I need to have the right solution for it. Not just look on the net at where, by the way, anybody's an expert yeah. <laughs> and anybody can post anything and or just jump on the next fad that's going on. Yeah. Now, that being said, I've also tried a lot of supplements. I've done, you know, whether it's glutamine and proteins. And uh, yeah. I've jumped from one to the other not knowing anything, not really knowing, yeah. just listening to my buddies. Yeah And... Today, it's completely different for me. I consult experts who have done it, whether it's in bodybuilding, whether it's in uh, competitive MMA, which is, yeah. you know what I mean? I really try to find experts and who have hard data yeah. about things and then, you know, see how it works for me. And if it does, perfect. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, let it go right. and move on. Yeah. But the know? thing,
2: too, like with... With your background also. If you're an athlete, you can almost afford as as long as it's nothing you know illegal. You can almost afford to put something into your body because your body's a fine-tuned machine, mm-hmm. so yeah. it'll kick it out. Yeah, yeah. But if you're somebody who doesn't necessarily work out all the time, and then you know they want to you want to try this, you want to try that. There's so many other things on a baseline that you need to check out. So if you're yeah. looking for the three week fix, then maybe it's not necessarily a three week fix that you need. You need something that's going to fix your 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 mental state because yeah. if you're going up and down all the time, it doesn't necessarily have to do with the food or the exercise it's like, well, why are you going up and all, down all the time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think as a, in society, we're not dealing with you know mental health issues, which is a big thing, not just in fitness, yeah. and that's something that you should truly look at. Versus, you know, I want an, I need to lose weight in 21 days. Yeah. No, right?
1: yeah, see, see, again, I don't really. You can do that, and I've, you know, people have done it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's a lasting thing. Yeah. That's when most people they say I want whether they want to lose weight, gain muscle, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they want it in 21 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem is, it's years in the making. Yeah. And it's a re- lifestyle. You know? and,
0: and your diet is actually kind of like, one of the things I think is like a risky thing to play with. It's mm-hmm. almost like telling someone this medication has all these side effects. Well, messing up with your diet has all these side effects oh, as well. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. But people don't think of it in that in those terms. Oh, it's, yeah.
2: it, it's this. speaking from experience, like I've definitely done like the, the extreme stuff. It's like, okay, well I'm going on vacation, I'm going to do all this and all that, yeah. and as the years we're on, and I spent like two weeks, okay, I need to drop weight, cool, I'm good. Yeah. Now it's not taking two weeks. Now yeah. it's going to take six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm lucky enough that I have a sports background, I have an athletic, uh, athletic background where it's like, okay, you know, I could figure it out, get it together. My body still remembers stuff like that. But if you don't, and you've yeah. been doing this all the time, and you don't have a good baseline to go back to, it's, oh man, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's not it's not. And then now, now you're dealing with depression. Now yeah. you're dealing with all the other things that you're almost trying to get away from. So it's it's uh, the thing with Gwyneth is you love the intention, <laughs> what she's trying to do. Yeah but it's just kind of one of those things where and i definitely i would love to see who where all her like where all the hits are coming from yeah. cuz mm-hmm. i have a strong feeling it's like you know definitely la based and definitely people who have you know more money yeah. to burn on and it should be things. i think
0: when you take something like her newsletter it should be like here's this now you go research rather right. than yeah. here's this
1: and now go do it well nobody's going to yeah. do
2: that people are not probably even reading the whole well, newsletter
1: no, exactly <laughs> that's that, i question a lot of things so yeah. when i see something like that okay so then let's research and see what's it's going on
0: Who's got all these resources at her behest, which right. she's probably had her entire life? So she's gonna look great. So, you, you of know, course, that might not actually be
1: reflective of why she's so such in great shape yeah. now. Hey, most of the time, any celebrity is more influential than any expert. Yeah. Like, oh. like right away, oh, any yeah. days of oh, the yes. week. So I mean, it's you know obviously so a lot of people will uh, jump in the Kardashian again. effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Right. That's it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, some diet, dietary changes, it looks like seventy-seven percent more um, Americans are adding more protein to their diet and 58% of those are choosing vegan protein. Uh, as a result, well, and, you know, I'm am the vegan champion here, so I'm always looking for that. <laughs> I, I love that stuff. You're going to like that <laughs> one. There you go. Uh, apparently veganuary is something. I don't even know veganuary. People are doing oh instead of God. January veganuary really? is a thing. And apparently Man. the veganuary sign ups have been through the roof. Um Throughout your career, you've, had, you've dealt with different diets. Mm-hmm. How, did you, um, how, do, like, how did you go through that process, and what, how did you eventually settle on what you do now?
1: Okay, so obviously when you, when you, I started going to the gym as a, as a teenager, and then you hear protein. Protein equals chicken and yeah. meat mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So I grew up doing that, trying to put on weight or whatever it was. When I started doing stunt work, there was the first time I really needed to get trim. Uh, I was doubling Henry Cavill yeah. and he was ridiculously ripped yeah. and like had eight abs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, okay. So I was, I was in shape, but not that lean. Yeah. So then I, I consulted. We had, um, uh, was a bodybuilding coach mm-hmm. and he does a lot of different things. But I went on a build- bodybuilding diet mm-hmm. for, you know, for what is it? Two months, eight weeks to start. And then we went through six months. But it was like, all uh, protein and veggies. Now, yeah. what that meant was meat protein and veggies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, And nothing else. No fruit, no sugars, no nothing. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, but we're training eight hours a day. Yeah. So where'd you get your energy from at some point? So for me, mm-hmm. I would have like, definitely I was happy there was apples because then I was like, oh my God, lightheaded and you have apples. Mm-hmm. And it sucked for the whole time. Mm, it's yeah. like, I couldn't wait for... I called it cheat day at the time. I'd call it something different now. But it was yeah. like i get to the cheat day and i go crazy. I'd be like, yeah. let's go pizza mm-hmm. and wine and beer and what, whatever I could put the in my body. I was in worse shape now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but apparently that, what that does, when you have one day where you go excessive on whether it's fats or whatever, it actually flushes your system. That's yeah. the way that helps. Yeah. So that was my first experience. When I started working on Kickboxer, I consulted somebody in nutrition, in yeah. sports nutrition and everything. So he, he planned He said, okay, so when do you train? How much do you train? What do you like to eat? And then he totally scripted. He did a full body comp test and then scripted something and then showed it to me. And I looked at it and I'm like, okay, where's all the meat protein? That was my first reaction. It was a lot less than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I knew you were gonna say that. So it's (laughs) like, no, what we're gonna try to do is fuel you to train, then work on your recovery, and then we'll taper down with certain protein. But what you're not seeing is because there, there are milk products and there are breads and they're all, all, there's protein in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're just not seeing it as protein right now. Yeah. So let's try it out and see what happens. So after three weeks, we revisited. I had lost weight about two, three pounds a, a week training. I had so much energy to train. I could train harder, longer than I ever could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was, it was awesome. And I kept on doing that. So instead of trying to do this you know, crash, three week crash, I went for a few months gradually but then what happened is after a shoot i kept it off it was like it was yeah. so easy i was like my you body to like rebound and like yeah. just eat a yeah. bunch of crap yeah. man i used to <laughs> after a shoot <laughs> of doing like the bodybuilder diet yeah. you put you know start eating a bit more pizza and bread mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. oh my god i was balloon you know yeah. so it, it, this totally changed the way i eat and i could sustain it all year long so i have this like 80 20 split now yeah. where i have fun and i cuz you know listen i'm, I'm balanced I, I can't say I'm like clean every day of right. the year. Yeah. No, I, I I like having a beer. I like wine. I like pizza. I like all this. I like ice cream. Love ice cream. So for me, I needed to find a solution I could sustain all year because I train all year. I do all that right. So that was the solution for me. And now, man, I I have so much control on all this stuff. Yeah, it, it's so nice because I never question. Going out to restaurants. I never questioned having fun with my friends. You know how to
0: balance. Exactly. That's that's funny enough. That's how I became vegan. Was I started off in bodybuilding, and then they put you on this bodybuilding diet. And then you look great. And then mm-hmm. I was getting depressed afterwards. And the thing is, I still looked good afterwards, but just not as good as I looked on stage. Right. No. And so you just start going. But there's got to be a way to sustain this. Yeah. You know? yeah. So long-term solutions. And the yeah, I did smoothie diets, and then finally veganism kind of gave me a balance.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just definitely. I, I think with the protein push, like you get that through athletics. Yeah. Like even you know when I was at Oregon, the dietitian was pushing like, oh, you need you know more protein in your diet. You need this. You need that. And you know, one, you have to realize that all the diets that you see online first you know they're not necessarily experts who are putting those diets out and two it might not be for your body type what Mm -hmm. would work for you so that's one thing and then for me I felt the same thing that's how I kind of got into you know first vegetarian and now I'm a vegan my dad has been vegetarian all my life so we kind of went in and out for years and then when I moved to the U.S. it was kind of one of those things where I felt like the meat wasn't specifically the chicken wasn't it wasn't reacting to my body. Yeah. So I cut out the chicken. Then I cut out everything else. And now just being vegan, I find that I'm still balancing everything, but I'm not experiencing that yo-yo like I'm gra- I'm gradually coming down that scale yeah. mm-hmm. minus okay, I'm going to do a hard, you know, no carbs, no this, no that because yeah. That's not life. No,
1: it's not life at all. And,
2: you know, I don't want to, you know, it's like, okay, well, we got to this point. Now what now? You know what I'm saying? You just kind of find that balance that works for you. You don't have to necessarily be vegan, even though I know (laughs) Shaka wants everybody to be vegan. (laughs) You don't have to be vegan, but you find something that that, that works for you. But then on top of that, you have to wonder, too, I think, what was it? What the Health, the documentary that came out? Even though I know it's not balanced, folks, so don't come after me. But you have to almost question, you know, who's pushing, you know, eating eggs all the time who's pushing all this other stuff so you know if you 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 don't necessarily need meat with every meal yeah so you know i think if you're if you're really questioning what what works for you then you need to go to a professional to kind of if you don't have if you're not in tune with your body and you don't have the answers then go to a professional to find out what will work with you work for you and what what you're willing to kind of negotiate
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Hey, to actually go, like, not against it, but to the counterpart of veganism. Yeah. I heard that Joe Rogan podcast, which I listened to. Yeah, oh, he I had a car- like the carnivore diet. Did you oh, see yeah. it? I've I've this oh, my God. I was but, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. Meat only, and uh-huh. that's it? I, I, I was that's like, Atkins, I refuse. No, no not even Not even is like,
2: It's just all meat? all meat. my friend's on this meat diet,
0: though. He's on my friend. Actually, last night, told me, oh, I'm on this carnivorous
2: diet. Oh, my gosh. What's his fart smell like? We haven't had that discussion of Okay. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if you experienced it. has been this. on it for 23
0: days, so I don't see much of a difference. Hopefully, so please not watching. I don't see much of a difference, Uh-oh. and I, and it, I, to me, it's Man. just like probably not healthy for the arteries. Well, that's that's I my don't know. thing. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I, I love meat. Carnivore
2: yeah. yeah.
1: carnival only. I like. I need variety. Variety yeah. is but of life my for me. But this is my thing
2: with the with the whole gas issue. I found that when I became vegan, like I thought after you hit like when you're an adult, yeah. it's just supposed to stay because you're just oh no, you're oh, just supposed no. to. You're <laughs> just you're, that, that's just what it yeah. is. So much is built right because Everybody does that, oh, and then God. I found after that I'm like, oh, like that's not a that's not a thing because it's yeah. whatever whatever you're putting what in you your eat. body. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, people. Are, when I say that, obviously it's gross. I know. But yeah. when I say that, it's like, wait a minute, like you should actually think about that. Like, why are you almost killing yourself yeah. through your gas it's yeah. coming I mean, out of your body? Yeah. So what's what's well, happening? Yeah. What are you putting in? Yeah. yeah. What are you, what are putting, you putting, in? putting in? So that's that's a, like you know, people should definitely look at that. And people look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, no it's really not. Supposed no. To
0: stay. We, yeah, we've had uh, mm-hmm. we actually had a MD, Dr. Shamma, on here, and we talked about gut health that's so important like what happens down there is going to be indicative of your health so yeah. you do have to
2: pay attention mm-hmm. um, don't try if you're killing yourself then you need to stop
1: yeah you need to stop and do put, something put, about those, it. put
2: those put that, those ribs down
1: but yeah for me for me I think the biggest the most important solution was this was eating to fuel and recover, especially in what I do, whether it's training for the film, training for whatever I'm doing, because I'm training every day or on the set (laughs) because I'm fighting sometimes 12 hours a day. Yeah. And the next day we got to do it over. Like the end fight in this last movie is, is seven days of fighting.
0: So let me ask you, fast and cardio fan or no? Sorry, fasted cardio fan or no?
1: Uh, my cardio is kickboxing, yeah. so I do my cardio doing martial arts because okay. just intensity in the in the training. But I don't like running. I don't okay. like uh, doing just just doing cardio like for an hour yeah. at a time. Oh, I he's an so, athlete. So, so kills my brain. I can't attempt, do it. I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> you don't attempt to do it fasted though, do you? To do like the, your kickbox, like when you know you do cardio for kickboxing, do you try to do it fasted. As opposed oh to no no no! For, oh, yeah. cardio
1: fast? No yeah. no! I yeah. never
0: no no! He's I'm an not athlete. a fan of fasting, well, yeah, man. Well yeah, I can't I really, handle it. I've I told people like it. Yeah. I have no energy to do the cardio if I haven't no. eaten. Well, that's
2: that's more of a that's more yeah. of a fitness that's yeah. more of a fitness yeah. thing. I think it, what because I was reading like art, an article about you and your training. Yeah. Like yeah. you you train like an athlete. Yeah, I don't I know I don't know any athletes who do fast fasted cardio. Yeah. No. So I mean and and that's another thing too with you know workouts. It's just kind of like yeah you can do you could do the fasted cardio that that whatever you're trying to do, but if you were to honestly put in the work... And almost put in like what an athlete, even do half an hour what an athlete does you have need the food. to push you to that. Then you know you don't need the fast car. No, you, no, need, no, the, you, you don't. need the fuel in fact. Yeah, yeah I need you the won't fuel be able to do it, <laughs> dude. I, I,
1: I got to increase calories most yeah. yeah. of yeah. the time just because it's like it's too much. Yeah. You know, it's no. I, I, it, so for me, it's that's the the, the balance I had to find yeah. is exactly that is how to fuel and how to recover faster mm-hmm. because I got to go again the next day and yeah. the next day. So you're you're working like an athlete. Yeah, so,
0: so how did your training change? Because you you did Henry Cable, you did Hugh Jackman for X Men yeah is. it was cool so like you're having. i to, was
1: wolverine man
0: that's, insa- <laughs> that's insane and you're having to get in that shape which is i mean and both bodies are different so you yeah. have to get in different shape and then you have to kind of decide what's your ideal physique that's right so how did you go from those changes and what have you decided you want for yourself
1: um okay so so henry cavill like i told you was yeah. was like it, I, when you double you have to look at proportions. Yeah. So you look at the body type. You look at proportions. And my training was based on with Henry to increase the chest. Cause he's got a huge chest and biceps. Those were yeah. the two distinct things. And he's got a, he had narrow shoulders. Yeah. So I couldn't grow in my shoulders. I had bigger shoulders. So I had to really uh, my training was chest and arms a lot. Yeah. And then get really trimmed down to be as cut as he was. That that was pretty much it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hugh huge, huge. Like he's thick, right? He's Is a he thick tall? dude. He's yeah, he's six foot one, or six foot two. Oh, wow, he's okay. tall. He's a little taller than I, I thought am. he was short. <laughs> yeah, because a
2: lot of actors no. are short. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no,
1: he's one of the tall guys. He's yeah. above six feet. So when he told me about Hugh, and plus I, I came in, I met the producers, and they looked at me like, oh, do you think you're going to be big enough? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I was trim at the time, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, okay. So again, with using the diet that I did, I told them I need a three week prep. Like I yeah. only had three weeks, so yeah. I said I got to go full time, twice a day in the gym, because um, I got to put on size for mm. this this one. And they're like, okay, no problem. You do that. And uh, it was all good. So what I did is I changed my nutrition, increased the calories and the types of macros I had Mm. to increase size. At the same time, I I was doing some cardio just because I had to increase muscle size but get leaner. Which is yeah. two things that are opposites yeah. and that I have to do at the same time. But you
0: were able to do it at the same
1: time. Yeah, I did. I, I keep telling
0: people it's possible. Yeah. yeah. No, no, totally. Yeah. I, I
1: increased. I went up 10 pounds. Yeah. And, and again, I don't take supplements. I take very little supplements. Yeah. I, once in a while, I take protein as a more of a meal replacement mm-hmm. yeah. if I don't have time to eat. Yeah. Or I take, and I take glutamine. Yeah. Those are the two things I usually take. Um, but it was all real food. I just ate a lot more and the right things, and I balanced it out. But at, by that time, I kind of knew how my body reacted to certain foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three weeks later, I get back to set and, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, what do you do? And I'm like, did you take steroids? Actually, yeah. that question came up a few times. Yeah. Did you take steroids? Yeah. And I'm like, not at all. No. Not I uh. Just- when we hook up. Huh?
2: Wahlberg is <laughs> <homie>.
1: <laughs> Allegedly. <Yeah. laughs> so you see, when you double, you, you're, you're, you literally have to look at the dude. I yeah. watched Wolverine, and I said, I got to look like Hugh. So what are his body proportions, and this is what I have to do. Yeah. Now, for myself, if you look at the film, I have to be able to move. Yeah. And I have to be athletic. Now, what I go for is more of a fighter's body. Mm. And I, I would need to be lean. I, I want to be muscular, for sure. And that, But I have that, you know, I'm pretty, I have a size already. The bigger I am, the less I can jump, the slower I am. Yeah. So I want to be fast and dynamic. Yeah. So I got to find the balance between that and then be as lean as I can to have mo- m- as much energy-, energy as possible. Yeah. So when you have a photo shoot, for example, and you've done this and you go and you trim, 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 you yeah. dehydrate and yeah, yeah. then you look amazing. <laughs> and I have worst. a lot of guys that I know, they'll do that for a scene, dehydrate the whole thing. You look ripped and yeah. the lights are there and you got the oils and bang, you know. So you got to perform though. Yeah, I got to perform. I got to sustain it for 8 weeks. Yeah. So you can't be that way for 8 weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I find the way to trim down to about I'd say uh, probably anywhere between 7 and 8% body fat mm. more or less and then I just maintain it. Yeah. And with a good nutrition and just to have multi- as much energy as possible to do all these fight scenes. So during those 3 weeks you're doing cardio a- as well. I did a, yeah I would do uh, stairs I do the the stairmaster for mm-hmm. about tw- 10 15 minutes yeah. and so some so that workout balance for Hugh Jackman was I had uh, heavy weights mm-hmm. to do on one workout and then the other workout with either functional fitness mm-hmm. and cardio a mix of both mm-hmm. okay. so every day I would do that and it was like functional was full body full body fitness
0: Did you and eat during the workouts No Oh, okay, cool. I I, I ate during my workouts. Why, why would you really? eat during... Yeah. Because my workouts would be longer than an hour, and I was trying to put on size uh, quick. Uh. And so like I was just like, doing a lot of cardio in the workout, but wanted to make sure the muscles were fueled. So I just eat a bunch of cans of tuna in between the
1: workout and oh go back to the workout. Oh, my God, man. That's, uh, that's <laughs> diligent. That sounds gross. Wow, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> it <This laughs> was terrible. Good argument. I couldn't do it. but that's, uh, that's, it, wow. oh, it worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah. That's was actually... I, I, you see that I would probably try. Yeah. So,
2: so you've had kind of different body types throughout your career. Yeah, is there a certain body type that your wife prefers?
1: Uh, my my wife prefers now. Like so, she likes me like good size, but uh, just not too big. You know, yeah. she doesn't like too too big muscular. Mm-hmm. She likes athletic, the like the fighter body type thing. Mm-hmm. That's what she likes the best. So, Any- yeah. And you swim as
0: well um, to prepare for this. this I these do. So the fights. swimming
1: is, I, I, I'm ADD when it comes to training. I yeah. need to change it up all the time. Yeah. And I want to challenge my body to do different things because if not, you kind your body gets used to the training and you don't progress as much. Yeah. So what I do now, I do a mix of bodybuilding, powerlifting, uh, I swim, and then tons of martial arts. Nice. So different types of martial arts. But the swimming was interesting because it was after an ankle injury that yeah. we started doing it with my, my trainer. And it's to lower the impact, but then I could still be very, very intense. Mm-hmm. I could jump. I could run in the water yeah. and obviously the swimming. And what we started doing is swimming underwater. Yeah,
2: I saw that. Yeah, yeah the, with
1: the breath that's, hold. That's yeah. Whole,
2: that's that's so crazy. Crazy.
1: yeah, that, that was but, cool. I did that as a kid for fun, but yeah. now what it, what it did, it made my, uh, it, uh, what would you call it? It's uh, the anaerobic capacity. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works that. So I'm able to to use oxygen more efficiently, efficiently. Yeah, and again, going back to the fight scenes, going back to in the last movie, we have a four minute oneer. Which is cameras on you? You're fighting 17 guys and for four minutes, and you don't stop. Jeez, man. So I have to be able to be at, the, at my best the, the whole time with the hand-eye coordination too. Yeah. that's yeah. the tough part. Yeah, man. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. Swimming is crazy. It's a it's a great workout. Amazing workout. It's an amazing workout. It change. It's fun
1: to change it up, and I love water. So for me, I mean, it was when he said, "Oh, let's introduce swimming." I'm like, "Oh man, that's
2: fun. Let's yeah. do it. It's cool." I don't know. It's no. fun, but it's, and, uh, <laughs> it's you live out. in LA. The I beach is right there. I know. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, I don't do. Don't, don't do the beach. No, I'll, I'll do the pool.
1: I do, the do the pool, No, the
2: beach. The beach. Yeah, oh the beach. man, because the the tide. If you do the swimming, so I remember, like I, I'm an avid swimmer. I, I almost got. Uh, I did lifeguard when I was in Toronto. So I was a really great swimmer. My mom took me to the islands, and what you don't realize from swimming in a pool is the tide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm swimming. I'm swimming. I'm swimming, and I didn't realize that the tide's carrying me further and further out, oh, and man. I must have been like. Like eight oh. so like I like honestly I realized and I, like turned the other direction and just put my under ends was like okay I'm not dying and I literally <laughs> swam to that my mom never knew that like I literally oh my yeah, god it was, yeah it was it was a close call I would not <laughs> be here so like thankfully you know she put me in lessons but yeah I don't I don't, don't okay, lose my oh, No, I don't again. do I don't do ocean <laughs> see it's
1: interesting would say I, I remember we were down south and I, I wanted to try windsurfing yeah it was all about that i wanted to windsurf and then the guy I, I, he showed me how you know our dude and then I go out there and I'm like, I'm going to try it. You know, so I'm trying to going up and falling, going up and falling. So focused on what I'm doing and, and trying to do it. And oh, finally I stayed up for oh, And I got it and I went back down. And as I go down, I notice I'm not touching the ground anymore. I'm not touching the sand. And I look up. I am like so far <laughs> from the beach. I'm trapped. I don't know how to get back up and get the sail back up to try to swim. Yes. That was scary. That yeah. was like I never even realized how much it was yeah, pulling. Yeah,
2: it carries you so far <laughs> you don't even realize it's not a good. Look. Crazy <laughs> well, sticks to the pools, y'all. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta get a little get into the um, the movie itself and just I guess give a little backstory because you know we people that don't even know or have heard of uh, the original Kickboxer. Yeah. Um, with John Claude Van Damme. So just give us a little backstory of the Kickboxer, then how we get to Kickboxer. Okay. Retaliation. So
1: so I, as a kid, I I saw my friend showed me Bloodsport yeah. first. I thought that's the first Van Damme movie I saw. I see Bloodsport. And I see Van Dam and this guy's kicking, he's doing the splits and he's athletic and he's got muscles. And I'm like, I got to be like that dude. Yeah. So right away, I wanted to start martial arts. My parents enrolled me in, in jujitsu, in Japanese jujitsu. There was a club uh, right near our house. It was walking distance. That was great. So I started training in jujitsu and uh, and then I, martial arts became my obsession, yeah. especially kicking and stretching and doing the splits. I remember I would watch cartoons. And for a half hour while I was watching, I was just forcing my stretch as much as I could. Wow. I would do that every single day almost, you know, mm-hmm. until I got to the splits. So I was very obsessed. <laughs> so And Kickboxer happened to be my favorite Van Damme movie over the years. You know, it's uh, I always liked, I liked Bloodsport, I liked Double Impact, Lionheart, and... A universal Soldier, and but
2: you're literally going through his right? whole thing <laughs> <laughs> Kickboxer came out in 1989. Go,
1: hard target, time cop. I know, cough. I know, I know right? Know,
2: right? We can, on. This is definitely a fan right? right here. I was a fan, man. <laughs> I
1: love those movies, you know. So it's uh, no, but Kickboxer, in a reason it was my favorite. I enjoyed the whole Thailand thing, but I love Tung Po, the, the opponent, the villain. Uh. Dude, that villain is badass, <laughs> you know. So it was really, really cool. I, I really enjoyed Kickboxer. So I was training and I always wanted to get into film, but in Ottawa. As you know, there's not much not going on. You know? It's not <laughs> Toronto. Nothing, nothing, it's so I kept on training martial arts. And, and uh, through it my, I have a friend of mine that used to do videos. And I, I did some stuff for him. and I, I would put fight scenes together. And, but what I started doing stage shows, our, uh, our instructor, John Therrien, he was uh, head of uh, this big federation. And they would put on a show every year, this big show sometimes in Canada, in the U.S., in Europe. So we would travel and do these uh, fight scenes on stage in front of thousands of people. And uh, it was my, my buddy, uh, Bobby. And me and Bobby would always try to choreograph on music and, and really try to push the envelopes. So we would watch wrestling, WWE, yeah. and then we, we would take on moves and transform them into martial arts moves with throws and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we got to the top. And that's how I started performing. Wow. I, got a, I became a stage performer. Later on, uh, what that gave me, which was really cool, is the fact that when you're on stage, you get one shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You screw up. It's in front of everybody, and you don't get take two. Right. So that got me used to getting things in one take, yeah. which was interesting. Later on, it helped a lot. So fast forward, um, my martial arts, I did, uh, I did jiu-jitsu. I did Brazilian jiu-jitsu when I was 18, kickboxing. And then I started doing a whole bunch of like uh, Filipino martial arts and karate and just to pick up elements of everything because I loved everything. Yeah. Um, one day, my friend from Montreal, JF, he, uh, he calls me. He's like, they're about to do Immortals. He was a stuntman by that time. And he said, they're prepping immortals. I need to introduce you to Jean Frenette, who's the fight coordinator. Mm-hmm. And there's a good opportunity possibly for you. So I go into, Mon- I drive to Montreal with my buddy Dennis, and um, we, he was also a stuntman from Ottawa. There's two stuntmen in Ottawa, by the way. There's myself and Dennis LaFont. <laughs> and that's it. You that's know it. Right. <laughs> and then there's.
2: Um, and Drake. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> that's
1: it. So me and Dennis drive down, and Dennis had been in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Anyways, see, we, we train together. So we drive down together. We meet Jean, and he, we warm up, and we go into this room with all the other stunt guys. And he said, okay, guys, sit down. Alain is gonna show us what he's got. Mm-hmm. And I never I never expected an audition. Yeah. But it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? And he says, Well, I just do anything. <laughs> like, what do you do? And somebody says, Do anything. Mm-hmm. So finally I'm like, I try to pull in I pull out everything I know. So I go run to the wall, do a backflip, flip, oh, do a
0: front flip. You, you probably got it right there. Right? <laughs> I don't know.
1: So then I, I do all kinds of fight techniques. I grab a nunchuck and I spin. I grab a bow and I spin the bow. And then I grab my buddy Dennis and I'm like, Dennis, just stand there. I'm going to jump and scissor you on the head. And he's like, okay. So I jump and I head scissor him and whatever. <laughs> For three minutes, I pulled out any kind of trick that I knew how to do. Yeah. And finally at the end, he said, okay, you can keep on training. And that was my end to start training. And while we were training for those months, he would put all the fight concepts together for immortals. And I played the hero because I was the same proportions as Henry. Yeah. So in all those concepts, the fight the stunt coordinator saw that and he's like, Oh, who's this guy? And John's like, He's new, he, you know, he's a skilled martial artist. And stunt coordinator says, Can you do the job? And he's like, Yeah, but he's not in the union. He's not a stunt performer mm-hmm. yet. And he's like, Well, can he do the job? Yeah. And John's like, well, I think he could. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they announce about two weeks later he announced the whole core team and then finally at the end I'm like oh my name wasn't there so I'm like oh, that's cool I get to train right. Right. and he says to double Henry Cavill LA wow. Wow. and that, how, that's how I got my first gig and then I ended up doing the prep for 8 weeks and then shooting for 3 months and it was just the stunt boot camp it was an incredible experience and I got to learn all this kind of stuff but I also was exposed to other stunt coordinators and stunt performers yeah. which opened tons of doors okay. for me and I started working it's because amazing. I did a good job so yeah, and then that opened the door to all my stunt work. Yeah. Now, in that was in 2010, in 2011, I ended up working on this uh, martial arts show with onset stunts with his Jean's team and we put on a showcase a live john liked to do this he liked to put on live showcases for directors because mm. what you see live is very impressive compared to what you see on a screen yeah. because you you hear the impacts and you see everything like happen in front of you like, and you me. and you think you kind of assume there's like editing sometimes yeah like even that, yeah. that
2: wall thing i yeah. thought that they would like attach people like with hooks yeah. now that you said you can do it yeah. i mean yeah, maybe they may, me, maybe i can i can't yeah. do yeah, it i would mean, love you, to do you it you could though. try <laughs> <laughs> that would be but
1: yeah no. that's exactly what it is Because you see it's all done for real. Mm -hmm. And it's very impressive. So we do this showcase for this producer, his name is Dimitri Loko and who happens to be the producer and director of Kickboxer Retaliation. And I met Dimitri in 2011. I had the opening fight and the closing fight in that that showcase. Mm -hmm. And it's like the opening fight was five minutes. Me and my buddy Max, another big dude, he was 220 pounds at the time, and We're moving, we're kicking, we're falling, we're hitting each other, and you know, everything you can think of was in there. Yeah, and by the end of the showcase, Dimitri came to introduce himself. He talks to me for about five minutes, asked me about my background, where I come from, my training background, and that's it. He said, Great job, I love watching you work. And that was it. The next day, I got a call from casting saying, Hey, Alain, uh, listen, d- the director Dimitri wants you to audition for the lead of his film. I'm like, What do you mean? Because I was already cast as a fighter in the film. Yeah. But he says, the lead, he says he wants to audition in three days. Oh, wow. So, and I am a total rookie actor. Like, I, I have done a few workshops and a few classes, like, at that time. Like, I nowhere. I consider myself a rookie now. So, mm-hmm. I am less than a rookie. And my friend was an actor, so I asked Jason. I said, listen, Jason, can you help me? He said, yes. So, we for three days, we work on it. Then I go in, I do the audition. The next day, I get a call saying, Dimitri wants to meet me for lunch. Yeah. So, I go in, I meet Dimitri. He says, listen... What I want to do is relaunch the martial arts genre because it's gone. It doesn't Mm -hmm. exist anymore. So my goal is to relaunch because I'm a martial artist and he is. He trained with Ed Parker at the time. Actually, he coached Elvis, Dimitri, interestingly enough. Yeah, I swear. He's got an interesting story, but he's got a great martial arts background. And uh, he says, I want to relaunch the martial arts genre and I want to do it with you. So how about we do a few pictures together? <laughs> nice. I'm like, well, how about we do? That's <laughs> yes, that sounds good to me. Me and you <laughs> are thinking sign. the same thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, we're connected right now. It's great. So I get in there. Three weeks in, show goes down. The investor had shady problems. Uh, funny enough, he was... Arrested by the FBI in his yacht years later. <laughs> so that's another story. That's <laughs> it's like but, most of right? It's crazy. So then, fast forward. He's I, he told me during that shoot though he had kickboxer. Yeah. And I'm like, with me, right? <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, right. of course, of course, with you, and That's you know that's what we're gonna do. So we go two years later. I kept on doing stunt work. I was very successful. It was a great life. I I really love doing stunt work. It's mm-hmm. fun. So he calls me, he said, come to LA, you need to audition for Kickboxer with mm-hmm. my partner. So I go in there with Max, and then we audition, we do this live showcase. And again, we had, um, Ted Field was there at the time we did The Last Samurai. So he's I meet him, he's very soft-spoken and doesn't say much. So I'm like, oh, he's not impressed. <laughs> and that's all I can think. Of. So I got to really put it on. So yeah. we do this thing, and the last move is this thing where I go backwards into a, uh, I move backwards into a front flip, and my foot goes up and kicks the guy under the chin. It's like, yeah. it's it's. Different. It's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, and I did it as I landed. Ted shot up, and he was like, "Yeah, that's kickboxer. That's kickbox. That's what we're doing right there." That's <laughs> and, nice. so, and Dimitri, meanwhile just kind of, uh, yeah, that's I do that. Yes. <laughs> like, he knew. He was like, he planned this. So finally, uh, they had me do a screen test. It worked out, and then uh, about what is it nine months later they announced Batista GSP and myself as the That's kickboxer. Amazing. so for me kickboxer, GSP too yeah GSP is in yeah. Kickboxer Vengeance yeah man it's gonna
2: be good it's
1: awesome Vengeance so Vengeance comes out last year in 2016 amazing experience yeah. um, and you know I'm doing Kickbox for me it's going full circle I can't believe that my first movie is Kickboxer that's my movie that's, and, and that's, and I was going
0: to say you call yourself a rookie actor but this is what you've been studying mm-hmm. your entire life this is what I want to do man
1: exactly it. Yeah, yeah yeah no it's, uh, it's amazing plus then all of a sudden we have Van Damme who's on the yeah. project which was wow. an idea we discussed it way back when but it, it wasn't done until we started shooting and then the deal was done so then Van Damme comes in and that's the icing on the cake for me because you know this is now I'm on set so I'll give you like there's a moment on uh, if you see Vengeance we have a fight in the rain me and, and Jean-Claude mm-hmm. So to me, that was like, almost like that passing of the torch moment. Mm-hmm. And we fight and fight. And I remember once it's in the rain, he throws me down, I slide, and, and they call a cut. And as I, I'm getting up, I'm like, this is friggin'
0: awesome. Yeah. I was did <laughs> you cry? Were you like, oh my ah, yeah, I, I am not like,
1: you know, And we, we had more shots to do, but it's yeah. like, I, I don't know, there was a moment there where I'm like, look where I am. I'm on this set, and I'm starring in this movie. And Jean-Claude is in the movie? Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) This is insane, you know? So I'm so grateful and and just happy in that moment of happy, total bliss, total happiness. And then, you know, we got that done. That did really well. And then here we are in Kickboxer Retaliation. Second time around. The movie is now directed by Dimitri. It's written, produced, and directed by Dimitri, who's extremely passionate about it. And it shows because he wanted to make this a big movie. Mm-hmm. He wanted yeah. martial arts this martial arts film to not just be you know a martial arts film. Yeah. He wanted it to look like a big film and had beautiful cinematography and amazing action pieces that drive the story forward. And we're getting the reviews it, as a result of that. I and mean, Forbes, great, thank you great, for yeah, great review from <laughs> Forbes and IGN. Oh yeah. IGN man, it's awesome, and the more are rolling in, and yeah. it's very positive. You know, it's a it's a even better movie than Vengeance and it's just it's impressing a lot of people yeah it's, it's nice amazing. to see
0: them like kind of break that mold because they i felt like back in the day they would make this really awesome movie mm-hmm. and they just made a couple of straight to dvd things just to like b- build off the name but here they're actually giving
1: honor to that to that genre of movie absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and that's dimitri's mandate that's what he wants you know so kickbox retaliation to me is a huge achievement you know and obviously i came into the project with a lot more confidence now i've done it a few times it's 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 I, I knew who was Jean Claude and me. Like, we had great chemistry. I get to work with Mike Tyson, freaking awesome, oh, wow. amazing. amazing. He just came yeah. out with yeah. a new
2: podcast podcast called Bite the Mike. Oh, oh man, man. So,
1: Mike, when you take a picture with him, he's very funny. And uh-huh. So he'll do like you'll say somebody takes a picture, you go.
2: <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! And pretend to bite your ear. He's so—I
2: mean,
0: He's hilarious, amazing. Hey, hey yeah. that's your thing. You gotta, you gotta milk it, right? I, yeah. Listen, you gotta either you
1: embrace it yeah, or you get—you know—somebody, everybody else is gonna be on it. So then, I work with Mike. I got hit by Mike. I got yeah. pounded in the <laughs> chest by Mike. You see it in slow motion in the movie. I got clipped by Mike. Yeah, how do you,
0: how, how do you deal with that, especially when you're fighting like your idol? Like that first scene is a throwaway because you're sort of, sort of in awe that John Claude Van Damme is hitting you. You're like, yes,
1: please, yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's—I don't know it. it yeah, it's funny. It's a funny feeling. Yeah. The first time he hit me, it was a funny feeling. Yeah, you were I'm like, oh, I got to give it back. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm competitive that way. Yeah. Listen, I, I, and I have fun. But, you know, whatever you dish out, you got to take. Yeah. So, it, but I'm, it, that what's, that's what makes a scene work. Yeah. That dynamic. So, for sure, we, me and him had a great, great time because we were working at the same level, which yeah. was awesome, you know. But, obviously, you are in awe. The, and, but, but, you know what? The first day, the first scene we shot was a dialogue scene. Yeah. And we were there, and I saw, and honestly, I'm like, dude, he's, like, a little nervous. And later we talked, me and John Light, and he said, like, obviously, first day, he said, yeah, it's first day, man, it's first day. And I'm like, this guy was just total action star, total pro, and he's awesome at it. And he looks great first day, no matter what. Yeah. He looked amazing. And he still gets jitters. And I yeah. thought that was so cool. We're I was all like, human. man, we're all human. Mm-hmm. And I just felt even better about myself yeah. on that day. I was like... This is cool. We're, on, we're both nervous. It's great, you know. No, just beautiful moments. And like I said, Mike, Mike, man, was was cool to work with. And I got to chat with him. It was awesome. And Half Thorbjornson, yeah. um, the mountain. I got beat up oh, by him like wow. crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, the end fight is with Half Thor. and 400 uh, pounds and and six foot ten. Jeez. He tossed me like a five year old in the pool. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, he grabbed me by the throat and by the body, and he goes, Vroom, and I fly like 12 feet and hit the ground, and I'm like. He literally tossed me like I tossed my daughter. It's like, it's crazy, you know, how strong that guy is. Super nice guy. We had a blast. And then Christopher Lambert. Oh, Chris wow. Lambert is, uh, is a gentleman. He's awesome. And he, I learned a lot from him um, just chatting and watching him work. Again, I try to absorb as much as I can mm-hmm. from everybody, all the pros I work with. I'm, so. I'm super excited for Kickboxer yeah. Retaliation. Where can, um, where can the public find us? Uh, it's going to be on iTunes. So January twenty sixth, which is this Friday, available on iTunes um, and on uh, VOD okay, awesome. uh, and some select theaters w- as well uh, around the US. Okay. So, but definitely go and download it right away. You can pre-order now, by the way. You can make the move right. I wouldn't even wait.
0: You can pre-order on iTunes
1: now. Yeah, oh, yeah okay, I wouldn't. Great. Guys, yeah, you buy I would not even it just wait. it
2: in your. Oh, okay. Don't
1: wait. I think you should pre-order the movie right now. I think it's <laughs> the right thing to do. I, you don't want to have that stress on the day, right? Friday is going to be a big day. You're going to have all kinds of things to think about: pizza, beer, and kickboxer will be done. You're ready for your night invite your friends at home and you watch the movie on iTunes right yes is that a good promo (laughs) that's that's how I cut a promo promo. that's how I cut a promo (laughs) we're
0: gonna have to cut it we'll have a fit club party (laughs) I know right
1: (laughs) as you should
0: Um, thank you so much for joining us this was an incredible interview
1: Cool, man. I had yeah. it last. Thank you so much for your time. And this we got to awesome. have you
0: back in for the third installment. Absolutely. Sure. Hey,
1: we're about to start it off. It's yeah. going to be out in 2019. Awesome, man. Thank right? you so much. Hey, thank yeah. you. Boom. As
0: Boom. always, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong.
2: Uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I am running the marathon to raise money for water pumps in Africa. So if you want to donate, you can kind of go on the little byline. It is all there for you guys.
1: And I'm L.A. Musi. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LA Musi and then on on, uh, Facebook as LA Musi Official. And don't forget, get your pre-order of Kickboxer Retaliation.
0: (laughs) See you guys next week. Hollywood
2: redefined.
0: the